Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy Addict. Today's video, I'm bringing you guys my tier three running back rankings for fantasy football in 2020. If you guys want to check out tier one and two there in yesterday's video from the morning, this video is my tier three running back rankings. So we're talking about four running backs and why I have them ranked inside of the tier three for my fantasy football rankings in 2020. So before I get into the video, I'd like to ask if you guys do end up enjoying at any point to go down below and click that subscribe button. It's free and I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship. Also, while you're down there, please make sure to check out my draft guide on Patreon, patreon.com slash Notorious Fantasy. $7.50 for that draft guide. It has a lot of information on there that I believe will help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship even further from helping from the videos as well so make sure you guys leave a comment down below also if you got any questions so tier three running back rankings for fantasy football in 2020 we begin at running back number 13 the first video from yesterday was running backs 1 through 12 and that is Miles Sanders running back of the Philadelphia Eagles FFPC ADB 10.28 Based on average draft position, he's a first-round pick. To me, I would not like to get him in the first round, but I would enjoy picking him in the second round. FFPC ADP, FFPC is a uh, high-stakes website for fantasy football, like 100-plus dollar drafts. ADP means average draft position, so the 10th pick of the draft. Philadelphia Eagles, 5'11", 211 pounds. For Miles Sanders, former running back of Penn State, who was behind Saquon Barkley, and once Saquon left to go to the New York football giants, Miles Sanders really emerged there, 23.3 years old, 4.49. 940-yard dash was a rookie last season, 80th percentile, 76th percentile speed score, 74th percentile burst score, 84th percentile agility score, and a 51st percentile bench press. Now, why do I believe Miles Sanders will be great? If we look at Miles Sanders from last year, I don't really believe in the greatness story of Miles Sanders. I don't really think he's going to finish inside of like the top five, top six backs, but top 12 is definitely in his potential this year. He's knocking right on the fucking door saying, let me in, motherfucker. I want to get in. It's like that that Eric Andre clip of him holding onto the fence yelling, let me in. That's what Miles Sanders is doing to try to crack the top 12. Now, I would not be against anyone picking him in the first round. I personally would prefer to pick him in the second round, but in a lot of leagues, he is not going to be able to fall that far based upon the hype of Miles Sanders. And the hype could become reality in 2020. Running back 15 in 2019, playing in all 16 games, 13.5 PPR points per game, ranking 21st at the running back position. Now, the beginning of the year was a quite the wash for Miles Sanders, considering he was stuck behind a bunch of guys, Jordan Howard, JJ. It took until the whole squad was fucking injured for Miles Sanders to get out there and get the playing time that the guy deserved last season and he really burst onto the scene the last couple of weeks of the season when he was given the opportunity to be the workhorse running back of the team 179 carries 11.2 per game ranking 22nd at the running back position 818 rush yards 51.1 per game ranking 20th at running back 63 targets 50 receptions both inside of the top 15 of running back 13 in targets and 12th in receptions. so this guy's clearly a guy that can get it done both on the ground as well as through the air in the pass catching game He took those targets in limited work to 509 receiving yards, 31.8 per game, ranking 7th at running back. He had uh, 36 red zone touches, 2.2 per game, ranking 17th at running back, and his total touchdowns were 626 at running back. So Miles Sanders is obviously a guy last year who kind of had to wait out to get his opportunity there, but when the opportunity came for him, he absolutely knocked that shit out of the park. He called his shot, and he had a fucking dinger 500 feet out of the goddamn stadium because Miles Sanders played excellent last year. Now, where There is my concern with him not being inside of the top 12, and it's simply based upon the coaching of the team. Doug Peterson is a coach that is prone to the RBBC, the running back by committee. 
Now, as of right now, I see it at about a 0% chance that this system is a running back by committee this season with Miles Sanders because behind Miles Sanders, there's not that many tough guys that are going to be competing for carries with Miles Sanders. My only worry is that something happens to one of those backs and Doug Peterson shits himself and then just adds one of those old-ass running backs that's still available. Maybe Devontae Freeman joins the Eagles and then Miles Sanders stonks completely hit the fucking bottom and he's looking like a garbage player due to the fact that he li- that Doug Peterson likes the running back by committee system. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying there's still potential for it to happen and that's why I got him at 13. If he is to play the whole season by himself as the workhorse back, like I believe could be possible if they don't sign anyone, Miles Sanders definitely has time top 12 potential, and I understand drafting him in the first round in that case. If we look at Miles Sanders last year, the guy was very efficient for a rookie running back. His true yards per carry were 4.2, and his actual yards per carry in the NFL, what they measure as yards per carry was 4.6. True yards per carry takes away those like extreme breakaway runs of runs 10 plus yards. So obviously it's going to lower your yards per carry. Number 26th at the running back position is yards per touch 5.8. 7th at the running back position breakaway runs 6th. 27th at the running back position is evaded tackles are 75. 13th at running back at his juke rate is 32.8%, ranking 5th at running back. So Miles Sanders is clearly one of those shifty motherfuckers in the NFL. I think that Sanders should definitely have a solid season in 2020. I am just not too sure I want him to be my running back one, and that's why I've got him ranked as a running back two, Miles Sanders out of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now to move on to running back number 14, the second running back of the video, and that is Mr. A.A. Ron Jones, running back of the Green Bay Packers, FFPC ADP 18.17, which is an extreme discount for a guy who finished as a top five running back last year, running back number two, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers, five foot nine, two. 208 pounds, 25.7 years old out of UTEP, 4.5640 yard dash, 60th percentile, 46th percentile speed score, 86th percentile burst score, 89th percentile agility score, and a 20th percentile bench press. The Packers under Matt LaFleur are not your fucking old Packers that you're used to under Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy was one of those coaches who really wanted Aaron Rodgers to fucking air the ball out, throw the ball a million times a game. No, Mr. Matt LaFleur likes to run the rock down his opponent's throat, and that was very evident last season with how much we saw Aaron Jones get usage in 2019, much more than most people would have predicted. He played in just 14 games and still finished as running back two on the season. Psych, that's the wrong number because he actually played in all 16 games last season, which obviously isn't as impressive as playing 14 and finishing as running back number two, but he still played all 16 games, which is very good when looking at a running back since you want a guy that is going to be able to play all season. 19.7 PPR points per game, ranking third at the running back position. So despite him playing all 16 games, he was still very elite on a points per game basis, which is really what you want to be looking at when looking at a player's stats. 236 carries, 14.8 per game, ranking 15th at running back for over. 1,000 rushing yards, 1,084 rushing yards, 67.8 per game, ranking 11th at running back. He had 69 targets. Very nice. I like you, Aaron Jones. I hope you guys always like my fucking Borat accent. 4.3 per game, ranking 11th at running back. 49 receptions, 3.1 per game, 14th at running back. 474 receiving yards, 29.6 per game, ranking 8th at running back. Red zone touches were 44, 11th at running back, and he had 19 total touchdowns. Now, this is what's going to get most people to fade Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is not going to be able to score 19 fucking touchdowns in 2020, Nick. I know. I completely agree with you. The likelihood that he goes back-to-back seasons of scoring almost 20 touchdowns is near impossible. But what you have to understand is even if he scored five touchdowns last season, he was still a top 
15 running back in fantasy football. If he scored 10, still inside of the top 12. This guy does not super touchdown dependent. It might seem like he was since he scored so many touchdowns, he finished so high. He still would have finished pretty high last season without scoring a zillion touchdowns. So obviously, the reason why that the touchdowns could fall down is due to recent draft pick A.J. Dillon in the second round of the 2020 NFL Draft. Inside of the draft, instead of getting... Aaron Rodgers, a new shiny piece in the draft to be his number two wide receiver. They decided to give him a nice, swift kick to the goddamn nuts because they drafted A.J. Dillon in the second round ahead of all of these other wide receivers, and they didn't even need a fucking running back. But now A.J. Dillon is there. A.J. Dillon looks big as fuck, looks swole. He looks like he could be vulturing some touchdowns from Aaron Jones, but hey, that doesn't really bother me too much. I still think he's a very safe pick there in the second or third round, especially since he's falling in a lot of drafts due to the hype that A.J. Dillon is going to keep to keep receiving as we keep seeing more clips come out of A.J. Dillon. Green Bay ranks 17th in run percentage last season at 40.19, and I expect that to even go further up in 2020 as we see this offense continue to become more run-heavy, but even if it's still in that middling spot in the NFL, there's 32 teams that they rank just one under the middle of the league in run percentage. I think he should still be very good in 2020, especially since he's involved in the pass-catching game. Now, interesting enough to note is Aaron Jones just played way better without Devontae Adams healthy on the team which would should be pretty obvious to you guys that without the best piece on offense the second best piece is going to ball out for the team he played 12 games with Mr. Devontae Adams versus four without he pretty much doubled his PPR points going from 16.64 to almost 30 29.78 without Devontae Adams this was due to an increase in receptions and targets as well as an increase in not even in rushing attempts but it was just really based all upon the receiving work for Aaron Jones in those games. So I think if he was to end up getting hurt again, we could see Aaron Jones take that momentous boost. But I think if LaFleur looks back at these games and saw how involved Aaron Jones could be in the pass catching game, and if he's involved, they were, he was scoring way more points and the team was looking better, I think they will involve Aaron Jones more in the passing game in 2020. And by passing game, I completely mean the receiving game for the Green Bay Packers. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. So third player of the video is Leonard Fournette, running back of the Jacksonville Jaguars. FFPC ADP 30.92, 6 feet tall, 240 pounds out of LSU, 25.6 years old, former first-round pick, 40-yard dash 4.41 or 4.51, ranking 70 fourth at the running back position 96 percentile speed score no burst score no agility score and no bench press now Leonard Fournette last year came out of absolutely fucking nowhere and amazed all fantasy players we did not expect Leonard Fournette to be all that good last year I was personally fading Leonard Fournette and boy was I wrong about that call running back number seven in 2019 playing in 15 games 17.3 PPR points per game ranking ninth at the running back position which could be surprising to you considering the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is absolutely eviscerated and still is. They went from being the Saxonville Jaguars to being a team that you could easily stomp all over. They are going to get scored on a zillion times, but it didn't even matter because you would think the running back would score less points when they have to throw more in the game. It just ain't true because Leonard Fournette was heavily involved in the pass-catching game as well. 265 carries, 17.7 per game, ranking 7th at the running back position, 1,152 yards for Mr. Leonard Fournette rushing-wise, 76.8 per game, ranking 6th at running back. He had 100 total targets, 6.7 per game, ranking 4th at running 
running back, 76 targets, 5.1 per game, ranking fifth at running back, 522 receiving yards, 34.58 per game, ranking fifth at running back. Red zone touches are 54, fourth at running back, and total touchdowns were three, 50th at running back. Now, the fact that he only scored three fucking touchdowns obviously has to go up. That's what we would call some positive regression. You don't rush the ball that many times. You don't catch that many passes and only score three fucking touchdowns. I expect that number to be more around seven or eight, if not way higher in 2020. Now, the biggest hit to his game in 2020 will be that receiving work. Now, I'm not saying that it takes a dive directly off of a cliff, but I think that is entirely possible that with the addition of Chris Thompson, we see Leonard Fournette less involved in the pass-catching game since Chris Thompson in Washington was very heavily involved and a very heavily targeted running back for that team who was really good at doing that. So I am worried about Leonard Fournette's receiving stats. Not too worried, obviously, about the rushing opportunity being taken from anyone unless he was to obviously end up getting hurt. Something also interesting to note is he was much worse with Gardner Minshew versus without but this was due to the fact that Nick Foles was really dumping off the ball to the running back position whereas Gardner Minshew wasn't doing it as much now Gardner Minshew still does it a decent amount of times but just not at the exuberant amount that Mr. Big Dick Nick Foles does Mr. Nine Inch Nick so if we look at it 13.98 half PPR points per game with Mr. Nick Foles or with Mr. Gardner Minshew versus 20.8 with Nine Inch Nick Foles 16.28 PPR points per game versus 24.8 with Nick Foles the rushing stats were almost the exact same. It was just have to do with the targets. 6.23 with Minshew versus 9.5 per game with Mr. Nick Foles. 4.62 receptions versus 8 with Nick Foles. So that boost in the receiving work is obviously going to boost Leonard Fournette's points very high. Obviously in a half PPR or PPR league. But I wouldn't worry too much about the receiving game this year since I think that it is going to end up going down. Now I don't think he goes from 100 targets to getting like 20 or something like Derrick Henry. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was around that 50. 50 or 60 mark in 2020. I do think that this Jacksonville Jaguars offense is still going to be very good in 2020. It's just because the defense is going to be letting them down that they're going to have to be throwing a lot in these games. And we just got to hope and pray to the fantasy guys that Leonard Fournette is still pretty involved, even with Chris Thompson, which would mean Leonard Fournette really, again, could finish inside of the top 10. Now, final running back of the video is running back Le'Veon Bell of the New York Football Jets. Look how happy he looks to be in this video. 35.61 FFPC ADP. Six foot one, 230 pounds for Mr. Le'Veon Bell out of Michigan State. Go green, 28.5 years old 4.60 40 yard dash 46 percentile or 47 percentile 72nd percentile speed score 21st percentile burst score 92nd percentile agility score and a 80th percentile bench press now he's gonna have to be having a 100th percentile put the team on my back score for the new york football jets because he is the only hope for this goddamn roster he is the sole best player on this team now Le'Veon bell is hated by the fantasy community because last year he did you dirty he fucked you good he didn't even do that nice move where you know you put the licking and you stick it in there and then you go to town he didn't even do that for you he just did it straight up raw and did you dirty because you drafted him in the first round now he's going like the third or fourth round at a extreme discount obviously for what Le'Veon Bell used to be if you drafted him in 2018 you also probably hate the guy because he decided to chill in Cabo he went from being in Cabo having a nice time on his jet ski to getting less money in New York and crashing a jet straight into the ground because this organization is an absolute fucking dumpster fire
under a garbage coach. But I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be able to overcome that in 2020 because you just can't play worse than he did last season. And even with him playing so bad, he still finished as a top 16 running back, now ranked as running back 16 again in 2020 for me. Running back 16 last year, like I said, in 15 games, 14.2 PPR points per game, ranking 18th at the running back position. He had 246 carries, 16.4 per game, ranking 11th at running back, and only turned that into 789 rushing yards, 52.6 per game, ranking 23rd at running back. Shout out to Michael Jordan. 78 targets, 5.2 per game, ranking 7th at running back. 66 receptions, ranking 7th at running back. 461 receiving yards, ranking 9th at running back. So Le'Veon Bell's bread and butter is in that pass-catching game as well. He's one of those running backs that can do both. Get you a guy who could do both get the rushes, as well as get those receiving yards to boost you up in half PPR and PPR formats. Just like with Fournette, Le'Veon Bell really struggled in the touchdown department, as did the whole Jets offense in 2020. Total touchdowns were 4, 42nd at running back, and his total red zone touches were 27, 27th at running back. So not too hot for Le'Veon Bell, but I think if Sam Darnold is too bu- is not busy seeing some girls and doing some unspeakable things, not actually even unspeakable things, he was doing some dirty things, you know, to get that mono. He was seeing ghosts out there, but I think in 2020, Darnold will look better, as will Le'Veon Bell, because you just can't look worse than this. His efficiency last season looked like you could have taken the name Le'Veon Bell off and wrote some garbage ass running back and you probably would have believed that that was his stats because of how bad Le'Veon Bell looked. 3.2 true yards per carry, 62nd at running back. There are 32 starting running backs. He is 30 worse than all of the other starting running backs in the NFL at true yards per carry. He was looking atrocious. 4.0 yards per touch, number 51 at running back, one breakaway run, .01 per game, 63rd at running back. 66 evaded tackles, though, pretty good. 17th at running back and a 21.2% juke rate. 37th at running back. All I'm saying is it can't be much worse than what we just saw last season. And he finishes running back 16, even being ineffective last season. Just think, if he goes from like 3.2 true yards per carry to 3.8 or 4, this guy has top 10 potential, especially with the receiving upside that Le'Veon Bell has. And with Sam Darnold not being the most accurate quarterback, or not being that well of like a quarterback who's developed yet, Le'Veon Bell is a nice safety blanket, a nice cozy place to throw the ball to. So hopefully Le'Veon Bell is involved in 2020 and is really able to put up those big numbers that I expect out of Le'Veon Bell in 2020. I really like him in the third round and could see him finishing much higher than running back 16. So hopefully you guys enjoyed my tier three of running back rankings. If you guys got any questions, make sure to leave them down below. And I love to talk down below in the comments with any of you guys. I really appreciate the support we've been seeing. We're almost at 5,000 fucking subscribers. I'd really appreciate if we could hit that today, but if we hit it tomorrow, that's a-okay as well. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. Check out one of the videos that's on your screen. Check out the Patreon, $7.50 cents patreon.com slash notorious fantasy hit that subscribe button i love you all and i'll see you guys later with the second video of the day good boy